0: So welcome back into uh, the Nat Bro Podcast. This is our second inaugural episode. Took us two weeks, three weeks to start it. Something like that. (laughs) Something like that. Um, So today we're going to be talking about the introduction to sovereignty, the battle for the hearts and minds of men by Ryan Mickler. And then there's... The it's backwards, but book. whatever. But oh, it's back. No, it looks it looks straight here.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right here. yeah,
0: yeah. Really? So, um, we'll see. We'll see how it comes out in the video. Um, okay.
2: Definitely not a book to read when your life is crazy,
1: because like, it feels like it always gets put on the back burner a lot. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, for me, for me, I'm done back for me.
0: Well. But that's, that's even, even to an extent, like, that's where I feel like he is specifically talking to people who are kind of in the midst of chaos. Yeah. Like, cause, cause that's, that's where his story begins is in the midst of this chaos, him and his wife separated. She took the kids. He was by himself. He was in a failing business, failing marriage. Um. And overweight, just kind of like lost sense. How many of
2: book have you read? Like, I'm, I'm the introduction like introduction in the battle. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It talks about. I was like, I don't think the book actually goes over all that.
0: No, no, no. It does. It does. It talks about it. It it talks about um I me. Mean, there, there's. I'm trying to see. There's a point where yeah, it was like in October 2008. I had given away my sovereignty. The result was a broken man sobbing alone in a cold, dark room of the house my wife and I had built two years earlier. In that room, I was hanging on to a memory of a family I had driven away. It was a picture of my six month old son. Through my tears, I told the boy in that picture, I will find a way to get you back. And so, like, yeah, I there, there were saying, little snippets. I didn't know like, if he
2: broke it down further or went somewhere else. That's, that's my bad. No,
0: no, that's okay. Yeah, it was, it's just through through this introduction like of where this book comes from i was like okay this is this is interesting. so understanding where he kind of like got this idea of like sovereignty and and being a man and taking control that kind of stuff so anyway um i want to start with a quote from from this particular part that i that i thought kind of like hit probably resonated with me more than anything. Um, He says, a man who has given up his sovereignty fabricates excuses. He tells himself stories. He feeds himself lies.
1: And kind of going through for me, because like, I I wouldn't say I'm going through a period of chaos right now. But this still resonates because he talks about, about how how do you describe it? It talks about how there, there's different things that go on in
0: your life and that if you tell yourself it's somebody else's fault, then you're just kind of removing yourself of being Describing in control.
2: your own power.
0: Yeah. You're giving it to somebody else. And so <clears throat> for me as an overweight guy, as somebody who is constantly feeling like maybe I'm not doing exactly what I
1: should be doing. I was like, this resonates pretty hardcore. Like, I would love to blame other people, but I
0: would like to come up with excuses. I would like to tell stories about how it's other people's faults, other situations, the, those things that are outside versus taking control or saying that I'm responsible for it.
2: So you feel like it's going to re- resonate enough to destroy that mentality? Because, you know, that's... Scientifically, that's what resonance means. It's like, it'll
1: destroy whatever it's resonating. Hmm. i sure we did talk about that earlier today, didn't we? Oh, uh, was that today? Yeah, that was that today. yeah, it was your today. my, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Well. Uh, but does resonate mean to vibrate to a to an extent to its destroy, so resonances you can reach a frequency,
2: a certain frequency of the part, whatever it's in, and like that frequency resonates inside of whatever structure, whatever, so much so that it amplifies until it destroys itself, it's like a shatter point
0: almost. That's interesting because when we get to chapter one, which uh, I've read. There's there's actually kind of a a point where is it chapter one or maybe chapter no chapter two, but it's kind of like
1: he he little preview. He talks about the battle in or not the battle. I'm sorry, the choice.
0: And he talks about how if you're making this decision to take
1: back control of your life, you can't be like you actually have to do it. Like you can't be saying the right
0: stuff and then do it for like a week or two weeks and then quit. Yeah, like, like me? That. Yeah, well, I mean, not like anybody. I mean, tell me a person who besides like I mean, it's,
1: it's
2: basically you lose heart. You know, honestly, like like you, you try and be good for a week, you don't know, get the results or you want, and you just lose all part of trying to be better about it you know I mean I I clearly know what that's like you know I start out on a good path but then it's like one one landmine after another just finally it's like well geez I just give up you know kind of like you know reading the book itself I, I picked up the book start reading it read it to you told you about it and mm-hmm. you've taken off better with it than I have But it's
0: not the reason why I took off with it better than you is is more out of a desire to do this podcast, you know, where I think I think it could grow into this podcast could grow into where you and I talk about books, talk about movies, talk about uh, things that are just going on that we notice in news um, and discuss those things. So I'm like, well, I've got to read up. And actually, in all honesty, when you made mention of this, I was like, man, he's going to read this book and I'm going to be behind. I need to catch up. <laughs> so it's like, I got to get a Got to figure out where we're at. So like, OK, well, you definitely so,
2: have more time to catch up than I did. That is true. That is true.
0: Like, that I, is I had every intention of reading
2: it today and some downtime. And then it's just like somebody asked me to help them. Build a, a CVT transmission and like mm. just turn into like no time before you know it. it went to the gym for an hour, like I blew my ankles out. Yeah. Well
0: I mean the thing is is like so for me what I've what I've kind of realized, especially
1: with just life. Like yesterday was it yesterday? What is it today? Today's Tuesday here in China. Okay, so Sunday. Sunday my Shelly and I were invited out to go bowling. Really? But and and you know how I love just spending time with people, love going out and just having
0: fun. And bowling is definitely in that category. Right. Two things prevented me from doing it. One is like distance and costs. Like it would be an hour and a half to go into town, cost 65 or like, I guess it was 10 US dollars to do it. And not that that's a lot. Cause it would still be enjoyable. But it would, the biggest thing was how much time I would have to commit to that
1: and not be able to do other things. And so ended up. Um, refusing the invitation
0: just because yeah. I was like, I can't do that. Cause it's not important to me. Like, I've had to decide, and I'm still working on this because this is, this is a challenging thing. And I think this is kind of like going back to what what Mickler says in that choosing, controlling what you do and what you don't do, and and not just he doesn't he doesn't say this, but I kind of <laughs> blend this in with um, I guess I guess you say scripture because scripture says it first, um, where it's this. Someone who just kind of like blows with the wind, whatever way the wind blows, they go with it. And so for me, I've always been somebody like that, like where someone calls me up and they're like, Hey, you want to go do this? Yes. And then I go do it. And I'm like, Oh wait, I got homework I got to do, or "Oh wait, I got work I got to get ready for. But now I'm trying to be more decisive, be like, is this going to help me in what i Want to pursue? Is this going to help me, you know, lose weight? Is this going to help me become a better man? Is this going to help me, you know, do a podcast? Is this going to help me teach? Is this going to help me learn more about movies in American football
1: so that I can talk about those in the future? And if the answer is no, then it's like, okay, no, I can't, I can't do it. So, yeah, I think the biggest thing is making sure you, uh,
2: which you know, Ryan makes their hint on it a lot. Making sure you uh, plan it out. So as long as you make a plan to do something, execute that plan and don't deviate
1: from it. Don't alter the course, so to speak. So let me ask you this about that,
0: because there, there, I don't, I don't agree with everything that that he puts into his Sports book. Trump course not you know i'm just gotta be devil's advocate you know i gotta challenge things so specifically that what if there's i don't know i'm trying to think like because i'm sure i'm sure what he's talking about is more along the lines like when you set up a plan you work toward that plan
2: no 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 it's it's more than that honestly so okay. yes you have a plan like a a goal. That's what you're talking about. You're talking about a goal. But what I'm talking about, is something he hits on or hits on often, is you set up a plan every day what you're going to be doing. You execute that plan. Yes, there's time for changing it, there's time for, you know, adjustment, there's time for not doing exactly according to plan, but he's more or less,
1: you know, you have a plan, you execute it, you know, you'll feel more productive. Mm-hmm. okay okay yeah. does the he does thing. he talk about
0: like future stuff like plan what do you want to do in five years and then backtrack and do setting up every day
2: i mean some people might ask him questions like that but more or less he his podcast is more about he brings in successful men men okay. that we would think are successful so um the last podcast i listened to he had um Matthew McConaughey on there,
1: hmm.
2: and so like you know famous people like that. But at the same time, like the American Sniper guy would have been like an example. Um, there's a guy named Jocko, which I haven't hmm. really looked into, but yeah, yeah that's yeah. another guy. So he has all these power men because I mean it's called order of men. But I mean at the same time, I don't think we need to limit ourselves to that because it's not just men
1: that need to make themselves better to everybody. Same okay. I would like say okay. I like like saying, this, you and I, I have less. no, like, you you and I would be. No, I'm not saying. You. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> okay. I'm not okay. saying that. Yeah. We, All right, I'm
2: so. not saying we're gonna lead the, the revolution <clears throat> for women, dude. <laughs> yeah. Definitely.
0: So, uh, getting
1: getting back to this, I guess, like, um. So in the introduction he talks about um how he feels like he gave up on being in control of his
0: life. And so that he was being manipulated by some like outside force that either like like if you give up control of your life <clears throat> you're basically saying that you're being manipulated by an outside force that either you can't see or you don't understand. And so and he, one thing that he says that I'm like, I don't know if that's everyone, but like, it seems like in the introduction, he's saying that like all men that are around us have given up the power to control their lives. That right, all men are like,
2: bro. do what? I said like we're almost domesticated.
0: Yeah. 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 You're, you're in like a decent marriage. You make a steady paycheck and you're in a relatively painless lies life. And that he, he feels like most men, if not all men, well, probably most, he, he would be one of all, but
1: um, he feels like most men around us are that way. I don't know if that's the case, Maybe. I would, would, you, would you say, like, you know, reading that book, you know, you and I both
2: know that you don't agree with 100% what he says. So would you say that
1: you've been domesticated? Like, you, you got an easy job. You got a contentful marriage. You got,
2: you know what I mean? Like, like like I know what I'm going through. It's like, it would be so much easier. To not fight. Right. You know, get back into the marriage. And, you know, that's, that's something I struggle with every day. Is like, am I making the right choice? Right. You know, but that, that's the point, too, is you make a choice and
1: you stick with it. Okay. Accountability to yourself. You know, there's things that are fundamental, fundamentally flawed
2: that you won't stand for no more, and you know they're not going to change, so you got to stick with them.
1: So back to the original but, question. I apologize. I kind of went on a tangent. Do well let me, let me let me let
0: me like, let me answer
1: to, let me ask you this. So you're saying stick to something even when it looks like it's gonna be like worthless. <laughs> or pointless. No, not worthless. Not pointless when it's the right thing to do, but you're still suffering through it. Example. Example. Extreme example. Dying on the cross. Okay. Uh
2: extreme example. Like like it's almost like I mean, there's no better example than just saying, like, you know, I know what happened in my relationship. I know what I'm at fault for. But at the same point I know she did too. And, you know, I am suffering through a lot right
1: now. Mm-hmm but I still won't go back because it is not the right choice. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so you're saying
0: in this case of like, I'm not going back because
2: it's the only reason I would go back would be like for the kids basically. Yeah. You know, be easier on the kids, but then what do I lose? Yeah. You know, okay.
1: It's kind of selfish, but at the same time, it's like, Maybe I think I'd be better off and the kids would be better off if I wasn't there. <sighs> They'll see That's her fight with the next person she's with. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully that. Anyway, yeah. So back to your question. Um I would say it's an interesting dichotomy that I'm in 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 that like I don't feel there are times where I don't feel like I'm up to the potential that I should be or that I'm not that I'm not using my talents or my skills quite to the maximum that I can. Um and the difficulty is like <clears throat> some of those skills are not are not
0: going to make I want to be I would love to be an actor
1: absolutely 100% but my wife is like no I was like okay why she's like I don't want you kissing other girls
0: that's a valid point I completely get that now granted there's also the idea that I could put that in a contract. Like if if I'm an actor, I could say, I'm not kissing any women. Like, and I'm also not kissing any men. So I just would put that out there just to make sure. But not kissing anybody else. I'm not doing any like sex scenes. I'm not doing any of those crazy things, period. Because that would hurt my relationship with my wife, which is the most important relationship that I have on earth. So, The other aspect that she feels concerned about is
1: because even if I like I've told her this, the other aspect that she feels uncomfortable with is that. Me becoming famous
0: because I've told her in the past, if I become famous, I don't know what kind of impact that would have on my life. I don't know what kind of um, like new thought process. Or, like, what I would be trying to do. Like, what I just ignore? what I, like, change personality-wise? what I change how I feel about different things throughout life? Like, feel like all of a sudden I'm this really famous guy and everybody's giving me praise and everybody's honoring me. And I'm just like, yes, this is amazing.
1: And then forget all the like lower people that can happen when somebody becomes famous. And so like that's kind of one of the challenging
0: things for me because I'm not 100% sure like what would happen. But I want I would love to be an actor. I would love that. Um but I've also like taking taking other things to Or other avenues like voiceover acting or Mm -hmm. even doing podcasting. Like, I love American football, want to talk about American football. I love movies, want to talk about movies. You know, do podcasts about these things. And so it's kind of a deviation. I still get to be creative, I still get to be entertaining, but I'm not being an actor. And to that end, I'm okay with that. As long as I'm being supported in the other stuff. But, like, I still,
1: like, being a teacher, it's okay, but it's just okay. It's it's decent, to use Mickler's uh,
0: definition. It's, it's a relatively painless life. Um,
1: and so, to that end, like, I'm okay with that because it pays the bills right now until, like, the podcast
0: takes off or until... Something else takes off, like the voiceover acting or talking about football or talking about movies. Until those take off, this pays the bills. And I think that that's a very important thing to do. As long as there's a conversation with my wife saying, hey, look, I'm going to be pursuing this. I'm still going to work. I'm still going to bust my butt. But I'm also going to pursue this other thing. Like, and I'm going to put in time and energy into that.
1: And, and, and,
2: yeah, I don't think it's like, telling you to scratch your responsibilities. It's like it's like me, for instance, you know. You know, I'm gonna be faced with some responsibility changes here in a little bit when I graduate. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like, you know, sacrifice, you know. Is it gonna be better mm-hmm. for me? Yes. What's better for the kids? This it so it's the choice is not they're not telling you to give up on everything, you know, or quit doing your responsibilities. It's more or less
1: Jump out there, you never know where you're gonna land. Yeah. That's my idea of the intro. Okay. The, jump the, the out and don't be scared. No, I said jump out there and don't be scared. Or be scared, but then learn from it. <laughs> yeah. So
0: what do you what do you think about like this whole um he he lists out like responsibilities and like he's like, we have the responsibility to protect ourselves. But also protect loved ones, and also those who can't protect themselves, and well, yeah, then also provide, not just financially, but also emotionally, mentally, spiritually.
1: One hundred percent agree with that.
0: Okay, I do too. I mean, I, I don't. Know that. I think, and later on, we'll get into this because there's some stuff that he
1: he brings up that talks about, um, like how people kind of feel towards men
0: that do that, that are Mm -hmm. focused on that, that are trying to do that. And so, um, yeah, he does talk about that. I think one of the cool things is where he also, um, when it clicked in his mind, where he was like, I'm going to become the greatest catch for the next
1: woman. then a light bulb goes off. And he realized that he was blaming her. He was giving her the power that if it was her fault, all he could do is wait for her to do something about it. Yeah, right? I'm right there with him. Yeah. It, well, it when and I, but I, what I wonder is, in your mind,
0: what's going on in your life? As much as you feel comfortable to divulge,
1: what could you have done better? Like what what. Like, what are the things that you could have taken control of? And See, that's that's a hard question because the Mm -hmm.
2: the real question is how much of it is, how much do I really know and what don't I know, you know? Okay. Like, if I don't know when it started, you know, I, I have to believe it started from the very beginning. You know, as far as what I did, what I could have changed was, you know, not watching videos or not flirting with other women but mm-hmm. at the same
1: time i need to edit that out with everything yeah. going. <laughs> do you want me to edit that out i wouldn't hurt. i mean there's Let's there's
0: see, there's hi. there's realness though like that's i mean i
2: mean i mean it is but you know it's for her to take that for the last 20 years and Beat me with it, and I put up with it for so long, you know. And that—that's the thing. Like I didn't take charge of my household. Mm. You know, I sought my comfort in flirting with other women, and then after that, it was in my schoolwork, one hundred percent. You know, I wasn't getting the love or emotional support I felt like I needed. So unintentionally or without without a thought process to it or a second whim, you know, you seek it, you seek. Mm. It's like um, that John Eldridge book, uh, he quoted in there, Wild at Heart. It's, you're always seeking for that validation as a man. Mm. And you find it in a woman or you find it in your work or you find it in your kids, but you never find it within yourself. And so the problem is, is you never, you never learn how to live with yourself, so to speak, I guess. I remember correctly, how it goes. And then when something doesn't go your
1: way, you know, like your wife, your kids, your job, then you spiral out of control and do something that you shouldn't do or stuff like that. You know, I'm not making excuses for her, you know, what I could have done differently. I see it. And at the same time, like I said, it it would be easier to go back than fight on this because like I don't know. She's not pulling any punches, I guess so to speak. She's hitting all the stops. And in in, in your in your mind like it would be easier to just go back and just suffer. Yeah. Okay. I mean I'm already suffering, right? Right, right. But just say like
0: like because but like right now the to quote Hamlet, the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune are much more
1: like painful right now than they would be if you went back. Right. In essence. Like
0: but it's always like be mindful of what's coming in the future.
1: Yeah. I mean you can't never be mindful, you could hope that the future be better but but it's
0: it's knowing that what you're suffering now is to have a better future
1: right, the payoff
0: yeah yeah the Absolutely. the extended payoff, not the immediate payoff, because the immediate payoff is garbage for what you're going through, because otherwise, like right now, if you go back, the immediate payoff is great, but the long payoff. Great, I would great. say, I
2: would say, I would say, yeah. Uh, next session will like, what is it? The next session is the battle.
1: Mm
2: hmm. we do the introduction, and I think I'll talk about my battle so that way everybody
1: knows. That's okay. What's part? What's chapter one? All right. Yeah, or Ch- that's part one. Yeah. yeah, part one. Chapter one's, chapter one's the chapter, situation. The situation. Yeah, we'll talk about the situation. Oh, okay. Okay. That way, you know, they know the situation. Right? Yay!